Hello and welcome to another mini bonus episode of We Love Books, the show where we absolutely love kids' books and we know you do too. Today, horror, suspense, and some book reviews. But before those, do you like scary novels? Would you like to write some frightening fiction? Well, that's exactly what author Kat Ellis does for a job. How exciting is that? Now, if you've been listening to the show, you'll know that I have interviewed Kat before. We spoke about all kinds of things, including her book Harrow Lake. And you can listen back to that episode by searching for We Love Books anywhere you get your podcast. But today, I wanted a masterclass in how to write horror. And she was just the woman to give me one. Here's a chat I had with Kat all about scary books and her top tips to create them. So first of all, I suppose, how would you define horror writing? I think if you go into a horror novel as a reader, you expect to be scared or at least at the very least unnerved. So if you're not getting those feelings out of the book, then maybe it's not horror. And for kids who want to get into horror, but they haven't read any, so apart from reading all of your books, which they must go out and do now, what (laughs) authors would you recommend as kind of starter horror books? Well, brilliant horror authors who are bringing out YA books at the moment. Um, There's Dawn Kurtigich, Melinda Salisbury. There is Sylvia Marina Garcia, who's just brought out a book called Mexican Gothic, which I'm looking forward to reading. Rory Power big name in YA horror right now so all of those would be great starting points. In my mind there's this big horror convention where you guys go at midnight to a cemetery and you all read bits of your books together. Now that might not really happen but do you guys get together and talk about your horror books? Well you know what happens at the seance stays at the seance but (laughs) (laughs) no we we tend to have um online groups and and you know through going to events either in person or you know more recently you know doing these online digital events uh you get to know each other and read each other's books and things like that so tend to get to know each other and sometimes that leads to sharing you know work and ideas and things like that which is great and have you ever had any creepy or paranormal experiences yourself i would say the creepiest thing that ever happened to me, um, and I'm actually quite a big skeptic when it comes to spooky phenomena. I've been on a couple of ghost hunts and never seen anything, which was massively disappointing. I went in there hoping to see something, but I'm always quite skeptical. But on one, I went and they turned all the lights out and it was in this creepy, massive mansion. And there was one group of us who were in one end of the house and we were in the other. And we were right next to a grand staircase and they turned out all the lights. And we were all there, you know, listening to various devices that they'd brought in that were supposed to tell us when ghosts were nearby and things like that. But then all of a sudden we heard somebody running down this massive staircase and all the lights were out. And the other group, aside from us, were at the other end of the house. So there was nobody that could have run down those stairs, especially not in the dark without breaking their neck. So hearing that was probably the one indicator that I've had that there might be something a little bit paranormal going on. Wow, I actually feel cold listening to that story. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's really scary. Um, (laughs) And 
For kids who love horror and would love to write horror, I'd love to get a few of your tips because you've written four creepy books at this point. Could you share a couple of your tips for writing really good, creepy, scary books? Absolutely. I think the first thing that I would suggest is when you're writing, think about all the different senses. So your main character who you're writing about, there's usually one main character, Try and think about, you know, in any given situation, what are they hearing? What are they seeing? What can they feel? You know, it's not just the icy chill, but maybe they're hearing something that's a little bit ominous. And it doesn't even need to be something that's massively scary, you know, monsters jumping out from everywhere. But everyday things can become quite creepy. Like the, um, I mentioned before, the jitterbugs that I used to have when I was young. Um, I've got one here because I'm that weird. <laughs> oh wow! So, yes. <laughs> these little things. So it's a bug in a nutshell, but they have these waggling little legs. Yeah. In and of itself, not particularly creepy, but when you have the sound of the legs pattering away and nothing's touched it, so you think, what's making this bug move? What's making this sound? You know, just everyday things. If you focus on all the different senses, uh, you can make everyday things quite creepy. I find. That is a really good tip because I always find the scariest things are the things that shouldn't be scary. Like if if there's a child ghost or a child, like things that should be nice when they're scary, I find them extra scary. Yeah, I mean, the, the perfect example of that is what Stephen King did to clowns. I'm sure clowns across the world hate Stephen King. But, yes. <laughs> but <laughs> he made them absolutely terrifying. Everyone, I think, has at least seen pictures of Pennywise from It and will agree that he is terrifying. <laughs> Absolutely terrifying. And you got a lot of your inspiration originally from movies or you really enjoyed horror movies. So I'm wondering, where do you get your inspiration from? Is it a bit from everywhere? It is, to be honest. Um, a lot, of, well, I watch a lot of films, so I do get inspiration from those, um, you know, lots of different stories where you, you sort of think, well, how could that have gone differently? Would, would that have made it an even creepier film? And sometimes you get ideas from just, you know, playing out stories differently in your head that somebody else has already made. But other times it will be something quite ordinary and it just morphs into a story all of its own. But a lot of the time, the first thing that comes to me is a, a setting. And I, I like creating places. I don't tend to set them in real world towns, but they might be like Harrow Lake, for example, is set in a small town in Indiana. Harrow Lake itself doesn't exist. So yeah, it gave me a lot of freedom to create a place that was really, truly creepy. Yes. <laughs> Does the plot in a horror novel have to be quite tight because I know in, in a thriller there's you know there's so many loose ends that are tied up and so many little things at the beginning give away the ending is it that intricate as well in horror where you sort of lay down you know plant the seeds for things at the end to to grow and scare I think you always have to if you if you have a thread that you you start off you have to send it somewhere I think with horror especially when you compare it to thriller. As you say, thrillers, you tend to want all the answers at the end. Um, every plot thread should tie together in a neat little bow. But with horror, it depends what sense you want your readers to have at the end. So if you start off a story thread, you at least need to hint at what the possible solution is by the end. Even if you don't give a definite answer, 
Because I think with horror, the difference is that you want your readers to be creeped out and scared, essentially. So a lot of what's scary is what's left to the reader's imagination. So if you're tying everything together too neatly, too solidly by the end of the story, sometimes you can undermine a bit of the creep factor. So I think there is a little bit more leeway there with writing horror, but you should at least hint at what the possible answers are. That is exactly it, isn't it? It's that like knowing and not knowing, that mist descending over over the whole thing. So do you have any other tip that's specific to horror for kids who, who are really interested in writing scary stories? I think you need to consider carefully what your big bad is going to be in the story. So is that going to be you know, a villain, a monster of some sort? Is it going to be a different kind of danger that is threatening your main character? So that's something that tends to be um, a key point with horror and with writing thrillers as well, but more so with horror because you generally want readers to be scared of whatever this big bad thing is. So it gives some thought to you know, what's been done before, what, what influences you might be able to use when you're creating your, your villain or your danger in the story. How is yours going to be unique? And do you have a favourite horror character of all time? Ooh, I am a big fan of Pennywise, as I mentioned before, uh, Big Scary Clown. But The Babadook, I think, that film, which came out a few years ago now, um, I really enjoyed that film because of what The Babadook represents. And his very sort of shadowy figure, you only really see him in the dark. And that, you know, what you don't see is as scary as what you do see, I think, in that film. And there were so many layers to the story as well. You know, it's a very clever horror movie, and that is one of my favourites. Well, I hope that's inspired you to get kooky, spooky, and creative and write your own tales of terror. <laughs> okay, enough evil laughing. Let's have some book reviews. Up first, six-year-old Rory has read Winnie and Wilbur Around the World by Valerie Thomas, illustrated by Corky Paul. Let's see what Rory thought with a little help from Mum Aoife. So Rory, you were asked to review a book. What's it called? Winnie and Wilbur Around the World. Written by Valerie Thomas and Corky Paul. Right, and what was this book about? A witch and a cat on a broomstick going all around the world. Winnie and Wilbur are the two main characters in the book. What's Winnie like? She's like... She's a scary witch? No, she's like a witch who has a nose... And at the start of it, it's peach, and at the um, and then when it's going pointy out, it's red. Ooh, but is she scary, or does she look like a scary witch? No. Does she look like a happy witch? Yeah. They went travelling around the world. What did they see? They saw animals, and like, they saw a fat kangaroo, <laughs> an elephant... And they saw pandas and a blue whale and 
a polar bear with some sunglasses on. <laughs> Sounds like very interesting animals. And did you enjoy reading the book? Yeah, because there was a fat kangaroo. <laughs> you liked him, he was funny. Yeah. So what was your favourite thing about the book overall? Well, that's so obvious, the fat kangaroo. <laughs> He thought he was really funny. And why was the fat kangaroo so funny? Um, Because he was fat. <laughs> okay. And what type of kid do you think would like this book? What age do you think it's for? I think it's for six-year-olds and five-year-olds. So you think for around five or six-year-olds, that's okay. Yeah. That's like you. So if there were other Winnie and Wilbur books, would you like to read them? Yeah. Wonderful stuff, Rory. Next, it's over to eight-year-old Keelan, Rory's sister. A real family affair today on We Love Books. And she read Diary of a Wimpy Kid, The Deep End by Jeff Kinney. And I know this is a series that a lot of you guys are wild about. So let's see what Keelan thought. So, Keelan, you were asked to do a book review for radio. Yep, that's right. Diary of a Wimpy Kid, The Deep End. So who wrote it then? Jeff Kinney. It's about Greg, and he stuck in his nana's house, and then he went on a road trip, and it was not really fun, but then it kept on going fun, and the bad things started to look fun. And you mentioned Greg. What characters are in the book? Is Greg one of the characters? Greg, Mum, Dad, Manny and Roderick. Well, they're really nice. The mom wants Greg to do all these stuff that he doesn't want to do, like play outdoors. The dad likes civil war and battle things. Roderick's like a big bully and Manny is really frustrating. <laughs> Greg is like, he's a bad friend, but sometimes he can be a good friend. He likes video games, he doesn't want play outdoors. He makes all these excuses for not going outdoors. One of them is, I'm just saving my skin so it won't look all wrinkly. I love it. Yeah, I did. Because it's really funny, exciting, and weird, definitely weird, and violence, and fishy. Yeah, they went fishing. They went fishing. Favourite thing about this book is when they went on to Camp of Eden, I think it was. Have you read all the Wimpy Kids? No, I didn't. I only read the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth. I'm on the tenth. You're on the tenth. So there's a lot of Wimpy Kid books. And what? Wait, no, because including this one. The other ones tell you more. So the first two tell them more about Greg. The second tells them what his school's like. And the other ones are just funny, random things. And this one is telling what the next step of Whippy Kid is. It's a funny, weird, dangerous, violent, awesome book. I think it's about five. If people can read a five to ten. If a kid is in a shop and they're looking at a row of books on a shelf, do you think you'd recommend that they pick up this one to buy? Definitely. A hundred percent sure. 
Because it's funny, and if you're a humor person like me, you would like it. It's violence so if you like violence, you should go there. <laughs> like Roderick fighting Manny. Manny has a sword and Roderick has a crossbow. <laughs> if you want to live your life like this lazy old sausage, then you got it. Read this if you want to get an idea about to live a life like a lazy sausage and not go outdoors and just play computer games all the time yeah you want to learn how to be like that kid yeah wait get not me not okay no that doesn't sound like you at all yeah. well that's our lot for today's mini bonus episode of we love books if you love books and if you want to get in touch with the show you can do that you can email us at we love books at rte.ie with the permission of a parent or a guardian to tell us what you think what you like what you're into or if you have a project going on that you think would make a good feature for our show i'm neve bennett this is a we love books mini bonus episode and until next time happy reading and if you hear something go bump in the night write a horror novel about it <laughs> 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 <laughs>